friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. This is a podcast for Fort Worthians who love our city and want stories from our community's creators. You love Fort Worth? You want to know what's happening in your backyard? Then this podcast was made for you. You can find Fort Worth Roots podcast on YouTube and all the other podcast players on social media. We are just simply Fort Worth Roots. Big shout out to all of our friends across the globe that are tuning into Fort Worth Roots. No matter where you are, you show up on our interactive map and we can see exactly where you are when you listen to these things. And if you've streamed even one episode of Fort Worth Roots, thank you, because it it helps our analytics, makes our show stronger, and uh, we appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Last week, we even had people tuning in from Budapest and uh, Northern Scotland, I believe. Dunfermline. Dunfermline. I said it right. I know I did. But no matter where you are, thank you for listening. Um, Every time you stream an episode, it, it helps our show. Shout out to our friends at Squad STX Boys Camping. All boys ages 11 through 16, 100% outdoor, overnight camping, hiking, wilderness skills, land navigation, laser tag missions. This is awesome. They do it down there next to uh, Glen Rose and Dinosaur Valley. It's supposed to be an alternative to Boy Scouts. Here's their mission statement. Squad STX is an overnight primitive camping, hiking, orienteering, laser tag course for boys designed by the U.S. Army Infantry Officers as an alternative to Boy Scouts and traditional summer camp. We develop strong leadership skills through squad competitions, time-tested military training methodologies, and situational training exercises. Now, these guys are not sponsors. This is just something that we did, an initiative we took. We had this block of time at the front end of the episode. I said, why don't we reach out to some veteran businesses uh, in our area and see if they'd like us to talk about them. And Dustin from Squad STX Boys Camping was the first one to get back to me. I was thinking about this the other day. I've read off that uh, little mission statement of theirs about eight times now, I think. I don't know. I'm not counting. But And as much as you want to score points with the kid, this is a great way to score points with mom. Flowers are nice. Fancy dinner is probably good, too. Maybe a night out away from the kids is great. But uh, where diamonds are the way to a woman's heart before you get married, kids. Kids are where it's at. That's the way to the woman's heart after you've got kids. The most effective use of your time and money, if you're trying to impress mama, is going to be doing something like this with the kiddos. Taking them out to Squad STX, enjoying one of these trips. If you're looking for a great way to connect with your kid... Squad STX. If you're looking for a great way to rack up some major brownie points with mama, Squad STX. Go check them out. It's squadstx.com. Easy to find. They've got two different packages to choose from. And don't don't wait. Don't say you're going to do this and then look it up later because there's a finite number of spots that they have here. You need to call and get your spot ready today. It is down in Dinosaur Valley State Park. You can go to Squad STX to get all these details but boy summer camp is a five-day four-night dealio wednesday through sunday june 8th through the 12th june 22nd through the 26th and july 6th through the 10th that's boy summer camp five days four nights and then you got the father and son camp three days two nights friday through sunday may 6th through the 8th and october 14th through the 16th don't put it off don't wait don't say i'll do it later because you won't you'll forget do it now squadscx.com river oaks spring fest car show saturday april 30th uh, held at the beautiful Camp Carter. Address on that is 6200 Sand Springs Road, Fort Worth, Texas. River Oaks, if you don't know where River Oaks is, it is uh, right next door to the military base, JRB Carswell. Easy to find. Anyway, I'll have the address in the show notes so you can find it. 
And uh, you can find them on Facebook, too. They have a Facebook page, River Oaks Spring Fest Car Show. They're going to have vendors and a pop-up market, games and events, uh, benefiting the friends of the River Oaks Animal Shelter and YMCA Camp Carter. This is a free event. You don't have to pay a dime. It's going to be awesome. All right, our guests today are the members of Blue Light 100s, a band that started in September of 2021. So they're basically brand new. They're still cutting teeth, trying to find places to gig. Uh, you can find all of their information by going to linktree forward slash blue light 100s but the link will be in the show notes so you can do it that way you can also find them on facebook blue light 100s easy to find there that's their page we talk a little bit about their music places they're gigging places they're not and uh they play like three times for us in this episode it was a lot of fun and they sounded incredible they brought a type of music to our home studio that we haven't had here before so that was special looking forward to having these two back on in the near future and it's going to be fun to watch them grow as artists inside our fort worth community and this week we actually have a bonus episode that'll be dropping this coming thursday it's from one of our guests uh that are in this episode the owner of stx boys camping i'm not ready to start doing two episodes every week but whenever we have something special like this happen i'm gonna go ahead and put that out for you you can catch that episode thursday with the owner of squad stx boys camping i have to stress to you that we will not be doing two episodes from here on out we're not ready for that we're just not built for that much and that episode is uh it's it's just going to be us getting to know uh our new friend a little better there's, there's not much of a direction to that episode and that's okay that's uh that's what podcasting turns into sometimes all right, that's enough out of me. Please give it up for the members of Blue Light 100s, a band that plays here in DFW. Don't forget, you can find their music on their link tree. That will be in the show notes. Uh, you can also find them on Facebook as Blue Light 100s. Give it up for Dustin Stewart and Jake James Franklin. Let's start the show. Well, uh, thank you guys for driving out. I appreciate it. Where are y'all located at? I live next to TCU. Okay, like so not too far. I actually uh, live out in Italy, uh, kind of like south of Dallas. Damn. Uh, like 50 minutes south of Dallas. Okay. There's a town called Italy. But you were yeah. coming up here for the singer-songwriter, so I don't feel too terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I've been hanging out in Fort Worth <laughs> all day. So. No, we were, we were playing around today anyway. Yeah. So practicing do the open mic so okay so just made a whole sunday out of it and then i saw yeah. you're associated with the dills i was like hey uh, is that that's the same guy i saw you posting on the music page i was like we're in a band yeah <laughs> yeah no it's it's very uh music heavy lately fort worth roots was it wasn't supposed to be a music podcast but it's we've got a good group of friends inside yeah. the music industry now. A lot of local right. artists yeah good ones so it's, working out good music cuts through the noise yeah the uh the studio needs some adjustments. Yeah, that's great. No, it's, it's lovely. It was good in here, man. Works yeah, really. it's it's been working. We have a, a studio for our music in a garage, like an extern, like a side garage, you know, on the outside of the house. Yeah, but it's uh, smaller than this. And it's surrounded with cinder blocks and then carpet on outside on the cinder blocks. Yeah. So is it working? It, it sort of works, <laughs> but the main thing is I wanted to be to where we could play loud and not worry about. We live in a neighborhood where yeah. the houses are close a little closer than this actually so closer than this yeah i mean it's down i, it's I feel like we're sandwiched little, in here <laughs> yeah, quaint little you know area down there by the school yeah well yeah those tcu houses are pretty close right, to right, right, right. you would 
if we were playing as loud as we have yeah without the sound treatment you just get a lot of calls to get some going, like, what's yeah. going on over <laughs> well i did a little bit of uh investigating i like to do some homework on my guests before i bring them on oh. the one thing i did find uh that i thought was really interesting was uh you had posted at some point on facebook that you'd moved to uh iraq in 2006 oh well yeah 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 the army moved me there yeah yeah how'd that go <laughs> um, I mean, how long you got? I guess. Well, uh, the the reason the it piqued my interest, or? the the reason it piqued my interest, I was I was there with you from oh five to oh six. Oh, so, okay. yeah, and I I can't remember uh, what base it said you're at, but we we convoyed up from uh, Arif John, okay, and yeah, we yeah. hit probably fifty percent of the fobs. We were delivering shit. Okay, so yeah, yeah. anyway, I mean, you were uh, almost I got a neighbors. supply convoy one time called uh, called in fratricide on or, or you know. A, a, discharge deal on us from one time um driving their big convoy through and we were out and getting into the weeds here i mean i was That's an infantry okay. unit so i was a 136 we were a, a mechanized infantry unit up there we had bradley's uh-huh. and um the lot of the a lot of the heavy fighting had already taken place in telefar when we were there mcmaster you know general mcmaster his unit uh-huh. was the one we relieved his um Anyway, you could tell a lot of heavy fighting had gone through. So we were kind of like in an area where you could tell this place had just been through yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit. So it still felt dangerous. And we had our, a, a, a few, you know, the first week I was there, like on the ground, you know, one of my guys got blown up with us there, like a, a squad of us out. ID went off on a foot patrol. That was like the first week there and almost mm-hmm. blew his ankle off. Yeah. Uh, but he's okay now. Um, and that was like the worst thing in the two years I was there. So right, first week got got the rough shit out of the way up yeah. front. But a lot of times we'd be doing boring stuff like guarding out there. Go back to the convoy stuff, guarding a big stretch of the highway leading up into that. They're just parts. Basically, that big supply route from uh, MSR Tampa, main uh-huh. supply route Tampa, yeah. <laughs> Iraqi Highway One. We would call it whatever the fuck we want. Though <laughs> this is Tampa. Yeah, this is MSR Tampa, um, all the way from Kuwait up there basically eyes on in some form that entire and we're up at the northern part of it and so our, as if you get to fob sykes where we are it's like basically one of the last yeah. it's like there's one supply there's there's many units doing this stuff but um but yeah one night out there we were just doing the stupid mundane guard deal work we have a section assigned to us and me and my wingman he's in his bradley and i'm in mine it's like a four-hour shift yeah basically like an armored just battle position out there in our, our Bradley skin. And uh, we test fire. It's pretty common to test fire the weapons just, you know, periodically. Yeah, make sure it works. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the next night I get a call. I'm out at our little platoon remote outpost out from company outpost, which is out from the main fob. Um, he calls me in from our little platoon outpost to fill in some paperwork for investigation. Some, uh, ca- some captain from brigade is down investigating a uh, negligent discharge from the night before. Oh, sure. And you're, it was clear who was, you know, I was the guy in the area. And I was just like, the more oh. I was like, what? oh, he's talking about. It was, it was like, a test fire. It's like, dude, I guess he's talking about some test fire we did, yeah. But, you know, we're not everybody's, not everybody's on the same radio. So it's right. not like it's easy for me to, you know, you have to clear. No, I'm sorry. You just happened. Most nights, no one's in. Yeah. Anyway, it's a very boring story, but that's the, that's the basically uh 99% of all that was boring. So maybe that's fitting. <laughs> no, that's good though. Very boring. That's good. So whenever you guys took over uh, for that unit up there, were the Bradleys already in country or did y'all bring those on with you? No, we brought those. We shipped them out. Okay. That might've been us that brought you there. 
No kidding. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, we were in Germany, so they all go. Um, my second deployment, I was S four, so I actually managed a lot of it. But, but, but in general, how, over there, most of it would all go to the um, Bremerhaven or whatever the port up in Netherlands, and then it goes it ships around. Yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but it ended up in Kuwait, right? Yeah, and it goes to yeah. Kuwait. Yeah, so that's what we were doing. We were loading them up get, and taking them. Turns out, you can get a mechanized unit to Kuwait faster from fucking Georgia, where the <laughs> third idea is. Because it'd be like, oh, we still need to be in Europe because it gets us, you know, there. It's like, no. Anyway, I always just thought it was a waste. Like, why are we even in Germany? This Somebody didn't so own a map. Yeah. Well, it was fun, though. <laughs> I'm glad we were there. But, um, yeah, we shipped them over there. Um, there's people actually assigned that uh, ride the boat with them, actually. They yeah. had to pull from the battalion. They'll be like a sergeant and a few Joes like random dudes that get signed on boat duty to go literally fall because it's our battalion equipment being right. shipped some fucking weirdos <laughs> yeah well you gotta gotta keep somebody from the unit with the equipment right, I guess right right because I've got buddies that went on details like that I'm like you lucky son of a bitch the warrant officers ran a lot like the maintenance guys at some point all of this was just sort of put in their realm and we never yeah the colonel signs the, off the guys that the really sh- got it easy shows up in Iraq the uh the guys that get tasked out to do that with the air force get to hang out with the air force guys i don't know if you know this but the army eats and sleeps like dogs and then whenever you get paired up with the air force you're living like a king until the details over you know you get to eat their chow food there in their chow halls and you get their accommodations and all that it's it's pretty nice i ate better there the second deployment i was a staff captain on a staff our battalion and uh eating out of a defect a dining facility every night i felt like i was eating better better there than iraq i mean than germany when i got back home really you know going to fucking that was an air force chow hall it was army chow really ran by contractors and we had like pakistani dudes working there around it one of the saddest things at one of these bases we were shutting down because the second deployment it was like oh nine some point and we were shutting down stuff and we had this pakistani slash indian mix uh outfit that was doing they were running the contract they were making all our food at the deep right. i mean there's army people obviously yeah but you too, get your but civilians like main of it was these uh these dudes and we had to break it to him that we were closing down and he was just like you know <laughs> damn heartbroken yeah very heartbroken it was uh, it's hard to explain to him i was like dude i just got here i don't give a fuck like (laughs) yeah well well they uh they sign up for some pretty wicked uh details whenever they take those government jobs on the civilian side we had uh in our convoys we had you know one u.s truck for every five or six civilian trucks yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. like the chow hall, you've, you've got it takes your a lot of shit to, yeah, <clears throat> run the shit. Yeah, and then the chow halls, you probably got one uh, army personnel for every ten people in the kitchen. Yeah, and it was a big operation. It was cool. I thought we ate pretty good. Um, <laughs> no, I always thought, man, if this was Vietnam, the, I mean, it, well, this, yeah. is, this is just a whole different... If you want to compare it like that, yeah, absolutely. I, I did often Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make myself not feel so bad. Well, and I did every time uh, somebody would bitch about our conditions. Yeah. My, my dad's a Vietnam I just guy. I read enough about Vietnam stuff to know that. Yeah. Like, we've kind of like, they kind of baby good. us over yeah. here. <laughs> I mean, sort of. Yeah, in a way. Even the guys that were on the roads out there on MSR Tampa um, were relatively safe, and I yeah, yeah probably not like fair truck, to say for everybody. It's a dangerous trucking job, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I pays mean, for college. Go, yeah, <laughs> but you you go to compare it to Vietnam, and there's just yeah, there's no right. comparison. Exactly. And those at all. guys were drafted, so it's like some of them yeah. a lot of choice. Yeah, they didn't even ask. To <laughs> I don't think it was like every other guy like they make it out to believe. Although I don't know the stats, but um, 
but no yeah a good a good chunk of society was just they didn't think like nobody wanted going. to do it yeah 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 that's the big difference too we were there of our own volition and the, right. the vietnam yeah, right. guys were you want to sign up you know what you're getting into and work out a deal a contract uh with yeah. the cause so whatever shut that elvis there god so yeah. uh, <laughs> you're hurting bad if you're stealing musicians to hold a gun for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no well he, he was he was in during the uh right after korean war Oh, okay. He he wasn't there I for was Vietnam. At the same time as Elvis, so I know what. I know. Uh, yeah, in uh, yeah, he was stationed Friedberg in hmm. uh, two three six armor battalion. It was the armor one of the armor battalions there. I don't think they're there. Their sister unit still is, but yeah, he was like a legit. He was in an armor battalion and then the scout platoon, and he was the platoon sergeant's driver of the scout platoon, huh. which is a legit fucking yeah. job. Yeah. Because apparently he was a truck, you know, he would he he ran a trucking and he was going to electrical school. Like he knew how to work on shit and stuff. And they did a Grafavir rotation, which is the big gunnery range where they go down for two months and do you know what they call you know um, exercises. Nah. So you know, legit shit. <laughs> I don't want to take all the time though talking about boring Iraq though. Um, so I'm doing an ask, what is your timeline for tonight? Timeline is completely dependent on you. Gotcha. So, okay, because I didn't know what you're doing. I do need to um, tell you this because you don't have a headset on. Oh, Every yeah, single go. time you move that mic, it's making it making a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> when when you move it out. So, um, yeah, let's talk about your music because you and I we met talking about Squad STX. Um, but I don't know anything about your music. Your Blue Light 100s is that the the name of the band? I guess. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, band. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I met this guy last year, about a little after this time last year, so almost a year, uh, through some mutual musician friends. And he's got a lot. Of, it's mostly songs that Jake, that Jake, that Jake has written. I've helped write some of the stuff and contribute. Um, but yeah, we started uh, playing around some open mics here in Fort Worth, and then Waco. And honestly, I think the Waco there's scene was a little more receptive, or at least yeah, we had a better time in Waco. Uh, yeah. Well, we spent more time there anyway. Yeah, um, I felt like we started spending more time there because they seemed a little more receptive to the yeah, up and comers. It was hmm. like, yeah, there was the doors were starting to open to get gigs there, and where we weren't, you know, gigging over here in Fort Worth yet, you know. So they were pretty cool, um, but like I live up here and we, we practice up here a lot, so you know, we're obviously want to start playing up yeah. here too. But so, are you telling me that you're having trouble like getting into places here in Fort Worth with your well, music? We just haven't played uh, much out here. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I'd, say trouble. It's a uh, logistics um, they're issue. Not, they're not hiring. Uh, people aren't. I guess it depends what you mean. It, it's very easy to go play for free. It's well, like yeah, 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 yeah. So, that's no, not the goal. Of, yeah, I'm yeah. no trouble at all. <laughs> no, there's no trouble. Yeah, and that's part of what you do anyway. And so it's not like even I'd be the first one to say like you shouldn't bitch about it. I hate the musicians that talk about all the the, the bar. We talk about this from time to time. Uh, so you know how I feel, but um. I hate the musicians and somebody, oh, the bars aren't paying enough or they don't value musicians. That's bullshit. That's just bullshit. The problem is we don't, we're too young. We don't draw a crowd yet. It's, yeah. it's very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not like a mystery. Yeah. If you yeah. have a fan base, if you're really good and your songs are good, people will come back and see you. That's called a fan base. Right, right. And then they spend more money at the bars and the bars can pay you more. And, right. And, they, and these musicians, uh, I mean, I'm the first one. I'll feel pity for myself, but I mean, uh, who doesn't? But, Objectively speaking, most of these musicians, I think it's just, it's, it's, they're not, look, they're looking at ass backwards. They're looking at it very yeah. selfishly, quite honestly. Yeah. So, in that sense, no, we don't have a problem getting booked. Sure, sure. It's just, it's just some of the folks in Waco seem to make a little more help me in, you know, getting us, getting our, our stuff sound checked or just showing us the right things to even look for, just helping us with some of the tricks mm -hmm. of trade. 
probably it's probably function it's just a smaller town too i mean there's a lot yeah fourth it's just pretty big too so yeah well the only reason i kind of piqued my interest there is a, a lot of what we talk about with the musicians that have been coming on the show is like how open fort worth is and how easy it is to get gigs and stuff so it's good to hear like a an opposing opinion to that well that's probably because we just haven't been here very right much. right yeah it totally <laughs> makes sense so yeah. so Wake, it's not like waco's kind of your it's your, not like we're saying yeah. waco's like yeah, no, better yeah. better we're just we, that's where we've been yeah. and what yeah it's just your mainstay lately yeah. that's nothing wrong with that so well what and venues plus, and plus we started to find a, a, some drumming some drummers a little more uh easily in the waco area that's another mm -hmm. thing it's just very hard to find consistent drummers yeah so we got a guy i've been drumming with now and he's in waco so that's another anchor yeah point down there so you just you know play any drummers out there and they want to jam <laughs> to some sweet music. We'll, we'll put some uh, put some feelers out see if we can help. Yeah. Uh, so you in the just Fort Worth area jamming as a two piece up here and then got a drummer down in Waco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He comes up here too. Okay. So we'll uh, hour and a half drive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Waco. Denzel clogged. Not too bad. Yeah, thirty five sucks. It's never gonna not suck. It's awful. We played in Deep Ellum the other night though. That was fun. Oh yeah, what's in uh, Dallas? Somebody was posting something about the gig paid. I might have been you. I don't know. Uh, said they were playing in Deep Elm. The gig paid one fifty. Parking was, you know, forty bucks. Fuel was seventy five for the van. <laughs> Do the math, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. And so you got to ask yourself, why is that? And it's like because it's not. Most of our songs aren't that valuable. <laughs> like you're really paying for the opportunity to go do it. Yeah. Which you know I think is is fine. That's, that's what you got to do. But. It just rubs some of these musicians. I just think when they start going down that road, like making the bar the bar hunters not like us as a as a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be associated. Yeah, with that. well, we but I don't know. We've got some uh, some outstanding people here that that really do get it. It seems like like Tim Love, he's got restaurants all over Fort Worth, and he's big on music. He's got live music at every place, almost every hour that he's open. So there are some people out there that do seem to kind of get. That was it. this uh, Lola's place? Love Lola's. Thursday, or about the third night stuff what are they got going on <sighs> i'm not real fresh on lola's like schedule or what they got going the on there mic i do thing. i oh the one tonight no no that's the playground yeah, yeah they do in general, but in general what you, lola's what do you lola's is is great for uh hosting just about any kind of music they've got uh, a stage inside next to the the indoor bar and then they've got a huge outdoor stage have y'all been there yet I've been there a little. I've, I've heard okay. about it. I I've haven't been, been any of the music events. I've just Man, been there and, check, and seen the place. It's yeah. just a really good vibe. And yeah, I mean, yeah. as far as Fort Worth music goes, that is one of the main staples that I would point somebody towards because there's so much. It's not one type of music. I mean, they'll have a rap battle there one night and then bluegrass country the next night. I mean, it's it's pretty right. pretty Sweet. open variety. So, so what but good vibe. Do you, uh, what do you like to go to the most? So Lola's is on there. The Playground's now on there. I to be 100% honest with you, I used to think like Playground was halfway shut down. I didn't even know anything went on there. Um, but then just right around the corner, you got Magnolia Motor Lounge, which is excellent. Um, and then uh, right next to that is, uh, ah, shit, I can't remember the name of it. They just had a fire and they had to shut down. Um, it might be open by now, but there's one right next to Magnolia Motor Lounge. It's pretty badass. Fred's was awesome but they just closed that one down and they're building a new location off of uh, Camp Bowie um, and then there's just there's restaurants all over the place Tim Love has a really badass one on White Settlement uh, right on the river and uh, I can't think of the name of that one either but it's uh, it's got a badass outdoor stage and, and so how many do you see many bands at these places that you end up 
following and become a, a fan of yeah what's some of the well these days okay i need to reframe that um i'd have to say no then because i have so many musicians that come on the show now that i go to see these musicians like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know, right. we'll, we'll wake up on sunday morning and i'll roll over look at my my phone i'm like oh shit so and so is playing it such and such and we'll just oh, go yeah. check it out but um yeah. as far as discovering new artists i'd say lola's or magnolia motor lounge there's even more just just on the other side like if you go south of i-30 like away from downtown fort worth away from the 7th street area you i think that's uh, magnolia or whatever that whole hospital district area badass places there's a there's a hamburger shop called pouring glory if you go in there and there's not a band playing you wouldn't think that there would be good music there but whenever somebody has it set up it's perfect they've got a pretty badass stage and there's tons of room plenty of parking so i don't know there's there's just endless supplies of places to play around here and then if that doesn't satisfy as you you move out into the the smaller communities weatherford river oaks uh all of them all these little bitty towns so much Uh, this year we're we're hoping to start get out and and meet some of the these bars and uh start getting booked over there yeah yeah we uh we just formed in september Oh wow! Uh, okay. 21. Yeah, and uh, still cutting teeth. Yeah. Well, we we met a little before that, but in terms of having like a drummer, yeah, yeah, uh, it's like a yeah. actually having a band. Decided to form a band. We had a guest on a couple of weeks ago. Her name's Carrie Smith, and um, she was telling me that part of her normal routine now is every Monday. Monday is her day to sit down and just cold call like all these bars. Like, hey. Yeah, you know we're looking for a place to gig. Wondered if you'd be interested, so you right? Be, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> emails, phone calls, and delegate split that one. <laughs> the, uh, split the list up. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, you know, there's everybody's looking to play, and uh, all these restaurants are looking for somebody to to play well, for. What are they looking so. for? So, uh, in terms of uh, uh, checking you out, do you think uh, some of this cuts the muster to release them to speak to you? I've see, see. The thing is, and. Um, uh, if I were them, I'd like to see a lot of them play live. But the, you know, yeah. it's just hard to decide where to invest all our time in. It's almost like option overload, which is uh, which gets me back to if they don't know you much and if we haven't yeah. spending much time to go play this, and if we're just asking them to hey check us out. And- yeah, professionally, I wouldn't know because I'm I'm kind of removed from it in that aspect. But I do know a lot of people that would have that answer. Right. Um, Carrie Smith that just came on the show would be a great person to talk to. Frenchie from Guitar Frenchie, uh, Frenchie's Blues Destroyers, he'd be a great guy to talk to about it. Well, but just curious in terms of you know first impressions and some of these folks because. Um, I, it would be I nice to be out there and meet a lot of them, but man, it's so spread out and, and it's just hard to, f- to find what, where, where should we try to like hunker down and really yeah. play a lot of this place to get to know them. I really and, think some of that is going to be, you know, what do you want? And then like Carrie talks about just cold calling these places yeah, yeah. And, and integrating that into your weekly schedule. Like this is the time that I've set aside. Maybe it's only a four hour block or fuck an hour yeah. block where you start calling people and set things up because the way i talk to people through the podcast like emailing people to to get them on the show and things like that um that i i just have to take an active role in it um sure. yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah i that, that's all it is is just networking i guess but you you got to decide where you want to play right, too i mean right, shit right. you're in dallas and you're way over here so y'all might want to look at the east side of fort worth or maybe arlington <laughs> or something just places in arlington yeah. yeah yeah anywhere we'll play anywhere yep 
<laughs> that's the right attitude. Yeah. That's the right answer. Have you got a chance to listen to any of our songs? You know, honestly, I found your link tree about 15 minutes before y'all got here. Okay. Like I said, we'd, we'd been talking about Squad STX so much. Only four minutes. So. And then, <laughs> and then uh, when, whenever we got to talking about doing a, a thing, you're like, well, you know, I'm going to be at the singer-songwriter. By the way, do you want me to bring my guitar? Yeah. yeah. So, y'all want to break out the guitars? Sure, man. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. What's the first song you're playing? Let's see. Uh, what do you want to start with, man? I guess let's, uh, let's see what it sounds like. Since All, right. All right. You ready? To, you want to do Drunk Spunks? Okay. Underneath the moon I won't say goodbye Cause I'll see you soon Under a different sky In another room Where just you and I We'll sing a different tune And live until we die With drunks, punks, and rattlesnakes I don't know what difference it makes Guess it all depends on the song that he plays Drunks, punks, and rattlesnakes Well, I'm like a rattlesnake With a lion song And with the hands I shake I can't lie at all And make no mistake And when it gets late I know who to call The drunks, punks, and rattlesnakes I don't know what difference it makes Guess it all depends on the song that he plays Drunks, punks, and rattlesnakes All right. 
He can't hear the applause, but <laughs> the, the soundboard good, uh, had some applause for you. It's a good audience. <laughs> Great crowd. Thanks, everybody. That's the first time somebody's brought out a, uh, a Fender like that, man. That's pretty kick-ass. Well, that's top of the line right there. Nothing but the best for Dustin here. <laughs> so have you both been playing since you were toddlers? or? <laughs> Like, did y'all pick this up at a young age or later mm, in life? I uh, I picked it up pretty much when I was in middle school, like uh, 12, 13 yeah. years old. Dustin? I started playing when I was 15. Yeah. So I've, I've got some yeah. work to do if I want to catch I'm, up. I'm, on I'm 23 time. now. Like so, yeah. I've been, I've been playing for like 10 years, basically. Yeah. yeah. That's great. And that, that sounded great. I, I know you were worried about the, the quality of the yeah, recording yeah. I, device, but I, it, it came in good on this side sweet <laughs> and it actually sounds better after uh like post production so good good yeah well that's yeah, that, that's, that's to gonna hear. come out clean and i <laughs> i haven't had anybody in here that plays this this kind of music i mean it's a little more upbeat a yeah of, yeah of people it's like would, um just playing rock and roll with i mean i have a lot of influences and i try to you know play stuff that i like to hear yeah. you know yeah so uh, like uh, like old ninety sevens and that kind of like cowpunk stuff like yeah. social distortion and and uh, the refreshments and the refreshments from Arizona Roger Klein and the Peacemakers okay and like punk rock uh, like like alkaline trio love alkaline trio love it's always a, a little overwhelming sitting this close to this this kind of talent you know <laughs> front I'm closer than front row seat so you guys want to play one more um, you got it in you do somehow um, let's do it okay. All right, two, three, four. Sit tight, they can't get us now. Save till we find another town. Or just stay on the road. We got her. Pizza's at the ready, bullet holes in the doors. A proof that God don't want us struck down. Hey! Another night in the fields We use this right as a shield It's the only place we've got to come When I decided to take you with me I just wanted to go Nice to have some company Down these hostile roads Yeah these lonely nights would be no more If we both just walked out the door right now Living the life on the road Like Bonnie and Clyde somehow They can't get us now Save till we find another town Or just stay on the road We got our pieces at the ready Bullet holes in the doors 
proof that God don't want us struck down. Now I decided to take you with me. I just wanted to go. Nice to have some company down these hostile roads, yeah. These lonely nights would be no more If we both just walked out the door right now Living the life on the road Like Bonnie and Clyde somehow 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 That was awesome. It was great. Thank you. <laughs> Somehow. Loved it. That's, uh, yeah, that's definitely the first time this kind of sound's been in here. Uh, right. I love it. Hell yeah. Should should, more? Yeah, Feral yeah, Boogie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Let's Go do ahead. it. <laughs> yeah, tonight I sit. Hit the wall tonight. I swear, gonna make it. Oh, well, I'm gonna buy my bags. I'm gonna leave the house, catch my train out of this rain tomorrow. Never slow down, don't feel no pain. Never get off of your vape train. A little pharaoh boogie help me through the day. It's been too long, stuck in this town. Why don't we have a little boogie down? Cause you do you, I do I. It's gone too far, causing all this sorrow. Never slow down, don't feel no pain. Never get off of your baby train. A little peril boogie, help me through the love it man damn we definitely have to talk about stx before you guys get out of here i don't know how much time i got with you but uh i know the, the singer songwriter thing starts at eight if yeah you, you, you want to do it now compete with yeah. slow you can do it now and then we'll talk about stx okay cool. this is a uh, stick to a sunlight Night, 
Winter in Texas, cold front. Call me on when she said this. It's too late. It's too late to say goodbye. I don't go. I'll stay till sunlight. My heart hurts, do you have the antidote? No luck, we're in the same boat. Short views, I need some alcohol. Strong booze, another one off the wall. I love you and I think you're the one for me You'll be dead sooner, no reason for a remedy I hold you tight beneath the starry sky I won't go, I'll stay till sunlight I'll stay till sunlight Winter in Texas, cold front Call me on when she said this It's too late, it's too late to say goodbye I don't go, I'll stay till sunlight I'll stay till sunlight I'll stay till sunlight I'll stay till sunlight It's beautiful. Cool. Thank you, man. I was talking about his Fender, but that is also a very beautiful guitar. <laughs> Have y'all been playing these two instruments for a while? Or are these... Uh... Let's see. Yeah. Right Let's see. I, I just got this. Really? Yesterday. I've okay. had this one for like four or five months, I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, the way you're in there. bending those strings over there, looks like you've been playing it for years. Trying to. Yeah. <laughs> boomer bends. Calls the boomer bends. Okay. Well, that's can badass. You, can you hear him well on there? Yeah, yeah, that came in real clear. Right. It did. Um, I need a better setup for, you know, musicians. Uh, it's musicians a, should be able to make this work, though. 
Well, I, I hear I hear people say stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but we're like knocking shit over. <laughs> yeah, I'd like it make it more conducive. That's but. cool. I appreciate chance coming over. Oh yeah, really appreciate it. It's been yeah. yeah. No, thank y'all. Um, yeah, and like I said, I'll I'll come to you. Like if y'all ever want to do something where I need to come where you're gigging or whatever, uh, love to have you back on the show. Uh, if y'all got a single you want to drop yeah. and start talking about that or oh yeah we'll be uh trying to record uh sometime this year get some stuff out there do y'all know what studio you're gonna use Mm, not yet (laughs) (laughs) we're uh, we're gonna do demos at home or some dudes that uh, in the waco some of these guys uh, like we said been nice down there there's some folks that i think there's some folks in waco that have uh basically waiting for us okay shit together and come down there and record with them perfect and their little deal yeah all right, so STX Squad STX. What uh, what started that? How did you get the idea? Uh, I uh, was obsessed with just doing some kind of company when I was coming out of the army. When I was thinking, what am I going to do? Because I never, had, you know, thought about that for a while. <laughs> yeah. And I had some friends and a family that had started their own companies over the years. So I think whether it's my mom or a college roommate or other people that I'd seen, just like, well, if they they're running their own business and they seem to way way more and control their life that's what i want to do right so i just knew coming out of the army that i want to do something but also knew that uh i wasn't dumb i tried to be a research stuff that interests me and and so i know a thing or two about it before i get into it and any anyone that takes business serious you look at it and just how hard it is it's like well yeah how am i not going to fail like 90 percent of the other people yeah and so then it's like, all right i need like just you know it's serious like if you really want to do it you need to like study it and so then of course I cashed in with Uncle Sam to go get a grad school I got an MBA and uh, I my plan was go get an MBA um, go get a consulting job because that's what you're supposed to do with an MBA and make a lot of money for a little bit and so I can through osmosis suck in business wisdom and have some money to pay for all the upfront start cost i just knew it i just i know i'm just gonna be throwing money down that's not but you just you have to to start somewhere and you know and a lot of this marketing that's what overall my overall take from going through that whole grad school experience and then doing uh consulting even though we didn't do marketing and consulting they make you think about the fucking business it was strategy consulting yeah um and the takeaway from all that was how important marketing is. And yeah. then I have other friend, you know, friends that have gone through before. They're like, "Hey, Dustin, like you'll figure out where to do it, or you'll figure out your little fucking schedule. Like you need to, like, how are you going to market this? Where are you going to, you know?" And so, and it's not. Luckily, there are a lot of tools out there, like you know, you know, host. You know, the idea of hosting a website on your own twenty years ago or fifteen years ago was kind of daunting. Yeah, uh, yeah. But now you can just go like I use Wix shout out to them it's been pretty helpful but you know you can do a template of something and then from there massage it into whatever you want and that's right. a big part of my marketing obviously the website but then how do you find the people and just all that I just I realized um, going into it I was like you know where is my the weak spot and I, I realized I think from doing the business the formal education and going through consulting and just forcing myself to be serious at it, I was like that's where I need to be spending the marketing. 80% of my time. I knew if I was doing something, like especially the first two years, if I knew if I was wasting time out, uh, doing I need to do another recon of the site. It's like, that's time I could be spent like getting a lead more developed or, or something in the marketing. Yeah. So luckily, I, I, um, that's 
like Google. I mean, let's face it. I mean, luckily that stuff exists. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a little easier to get connected than maybe 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. 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 And so I was like, you know, that was my medic, you know, from being an infantry officer, it's always like risk management, everything, like whatever, you know, pros and cons. And like the con was like, you could fail on your ass and it's so hard, but the, but the pro was like, luckily there are ways, like there are tools, like there are small mom and pop shops doing this. So you just need to figure that out. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. And it's easy to throw a lot of money at the Google stuff too, but. To, so know, how old is it now? How, how long have you been doing this? This will be your number five. Damn. Five, uh, that is awesome, man. Congratulations. Summer. Very good. Thanks. And, uh, About 200 kids. Oh, my less, God. Less than 200 kids have gone through. Yeah. That is incredible. All right. So um, what what goes on there? Can you kind of walk me through it? I know you got Torch two events. You got a five-day. So and you, you got read about what they did in Sparta, <laughs> like with the you know, pogey thing or whatever. You just throw them out on a cliff. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's well, it's like it's supposed to be an alternative to Boy Scouts. So I did Boy Scouts growing up, and the Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, and I remember the most fun was the campouts. You're right, going out there and camp. That was you know, all the other stuff is just just kind of stupid basically. Yeah. And um, and so that was my hypothesis. If if I focus just on that, oh, well, originally coming out, it was going to be a paintball company, and I realized it's going to be hard to find land. For that, <laughs> you know, and then. Same thing with airsoft. No one wants to. And so then I was like, well, a camp could, you could incorporate laser guns. And right. I found these laser guns that are pretty high speed, pretty cool. They sound legit and everything. Um, uh, I don't know where I was going with this other than, uh, yeah. Just uh, talking they, about your process. They, uh, you have a giant laser tag game <laughs> yeah. with all the kids. That's what keeps their attention. Yeah. If, they're doing, if you didn't have that to look forward to on day four, like the day before they leave, uh, the attention spans would be hard to maintain. You know, kind of like we teach, like day three, we'll test the guns, or day two, they test the guns, day three, we even do a practice game, and then day four, it's, you know, mainly laser tag missions. Yeah. But uh, I saw in there you're doing uh, a type of land navigation with them as well? Yes, it's basic stuff. I mean, this is just bait. I don't know what your job in the military was, but I mean, a lot of this is just basic super basic anything you would do in any kind of like uh basic infantry training you know situation how to literally pull out a map yeah <laughs> navigate here where identify where you are and where you're going and then we put in like grid coordinates and how you can actually read a grid to them and then plot it off on the deal yeah without even using a protractor um uh in the scenario it's called squad sticks i mean sticks means situational training exercise it's a pretty common jargon in the military hey we're yeah. gonna go do some stick slains that yeah. just means hey some dude's gonna go out take his squad um and do situational training it could be like hey we're gonna do we're gonna do a stick slain on ambush so the situation might be where um there's enemy patrols in the area and we're gonna ambush them and that's you know we're gonna get training anyway and so their situation is we're training to where one day in the future something happens in this park or an area near you and you need to go help out with like search and rescue find some people maybe there's been a bunch of flooding mm-hmm. and so try to tie back like why would you need why would you need to read a map is right like, hey, you got people out there that are radioing back coordinates back to the state park and then we're out here helping and they're giving us these coordinates and we're gonna go find it where it is you know i don't know i try to keep it to where it's you actually be doing this basic but useful basically useful yeah. try to be but uh they get into it i mean you can tell some of them get into it and some some more than others but yeah it's um 
basic map reading. The other thing is uh, there's like no tents. It's just all tarps. No like shit. Tarps that we have them tie up and so. Gritty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice, that's a nice <laughs> part. So when it rains, that could be kind of exciting. Now is this is this in Dinosaur Valley or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So it part of the it's park. A huge park. Yeah. yeah. It's a big park, and they have an area. They have primitive camping areas, and we're at like one of those. They have like some that are on the map, but then they have a lot of areas of the park that are they've sort of earmarked big groups want to go do something like this that's cool so do you see it expanding into something else in the future uh, i'd uh, eventually yeah um but it's a lifestyle business you know i have some rental property in my music and so it's kind of something i thought the other goal was it'd be nice to come up with a, a career where i just work seasonally kind of like a farmer <laughs> okay so i have farmer uh, relatives too i mean it's basically a small business yeah and they would probably tell me they work more than just seasonally but still um no, so I, I don't like the idea of growing it. People ask, like, doing the winter. I'm like, no, I hate the winter. Screw that. <laughs> yeah. no, it's just the summer. Um, but uh, I'd like to grow it there. I just need to uh, find another version of me eventually. That's, you know, with anything like this, it's hard to scale it up because it's mm-hmm. such a personal yeah. uh, thing. Um, and I'm not trying to get investors or any of that nonsense. Right. Um, I'm just going to grow it naturally. But what I I do envision is over the years, eventually I would like to find another um, a vet that's at like, say, in the reserves. You know, this would be a part-time deal for them as well. Um, and that's how we can expand it. We get another vet that knows how to be around people, knows how to handle themselves outdoors and probably still in the reserves. That would be helpful. Yeah. Um, girls have asked a lot, moms, but I ain't touching that with a ten foot pole unless there I find go. a female. Yeah. Person. I've got some fears out for a few people, but I'm not pushing that. Yeah, hard. I get it. They can, yeah. they can figure their own out. Yeah. Um, my insurance, then you know, the insurance heart high enough as it is. Right. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> well, it's incredible, and uh, I'm glad to see you doing it. Uh, as, as soon as you know, you reached out to me, or I stumbled upon. I can't remember who reached out to who first but I'm like oh I'm this is no, incredible I'm amazed, I'm amazed uh, some people you either get it or you don't yeah like what it's about like I tell the kids straight up like it's torture I say if you want to come back for more torture next year I just call it that and we've had kids come back uh, four years in a row awesome I've got some three Peters coming this year so very nice because <laughs> I think basically my, this is my other hypothesis at the end of the day my, my, my hypothesis was, is most people realize if they have any kind of common sense they realize you have to like you have to go you have to go you have to go suck somewhere you have to like at some point in your childhood or your early years you have to be put in a situation where you're where you're um, being tested and you're kind of miserable yeah they basically are I can tell a lot of them like by day two they're like what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, if you make it to 16 and you've never been on the struggle bus, you don't know. <laughs> but, um, but most of them, this, by now we've got it to where their parents have got them a little more screened a little better, and they know that, all right, just hunker down. And then by day four, you know, they got smiles. Awesome. From year to year. And when they're uh, um, day five leaving, they start, you can tell. Um, it's any, it's funny, though. Like one of the kids, his name was like Scout, and the dad was daddy called him scout and he had him like show him with army stuff and he's telling me on the phone how he's going to go in the army and all this stuff and he's like one of the quitters (laughs) shit so anyway well that that's uh that kind of happens right i mean the people that put on the biggest show are usually the first ones to throw up that white flag (laughs) he he ends up being uh, okay he's 
one. Of, he's a gem. He really is awesome. Or it's like no. Man, yeah. 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 No. And we had a seal, a kid of a seal, Navy seal. The dad was a seal. Um, which do you know how to know if someone's a seal? They'll tell you. They'll tell you. Yeah. Right. So he told me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I knew. <laughs> and then when the kid came, so it was like this kid's gonna be a dirtbag, whatever. But he was like great. He was like man, awesome. Well, you're you're probably finding a lot of fulfillment out of this. I mean, it it sounds the way you're talking about it that you're enjoying well, it's it. Fulfilling in the sense, it's nice to find a business niche that works. I'm not going to pretend to. I mean, uh, the kids that I tell them they're lucky to have parents. They're, they have all they have parents that can send us to this. And a lot of kids don't have parents to send right. them. It's a thousand, you know, or eleven hundred bucks to go to the camp. You know, it's yeah. not cheap. So, I'm not trying to pretend any fulfillment other than it's a very nice business still. But I will admit. I, I yes, I am sickened to see what's happened to the Boy Scouts. Quite frankly, if right. I stuff. think we all are. Yeah, because I was I, in it too. It turns my stomach. Yeah. So yes, I am. I feel pride in serving a part that is against that. But I don't try to push. You know, I don't get too queasy about it. Uh, I, I tell them they're very lucky that they have parents that, that get it and see this and want to send it to them. And you better be thanking them. Right. You know? Yeah. And I'm just I was like, and if I ever feel like they're dragging butt, I'll just say, hey, it's in the Girl Scouts. And I don't know, I'm like, they'll buy me like an extra hour. Nice. For yeah. <laughs> what are you feeding them out there? You got everybody eating MREs or? That's for lunch. So there's like three MREs because there's only three lunches. Yeah. Um, over the five days. Um, mainly chili, mac and cheese, um, hot dogs one day. Eggs, one one breakfast. Yeah. Very simple. Oatmeal, very simple yeah. stuff. But the, the main go-to is the uh, chili and the rice. Yeah. Hard High carb. carb, yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for you, and I'm uh, interested to watch the, the thing develop. That's that's pretty pretty cool stuff. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate Glad you uh, we, we got connected, and uh, we'll just have to see where it goes. Well, we're, I'm trying to tell Jake I'm trying to grow a fan base from the camp. Brainwash him into our music. <laughs> there you go, Jake. What do you got going on on the side, man? Are you helping uh, him with the no. camp at all? No, no, I don't have you any land nabs. Not anything. for you. I guess uh, Blue Light One Hundreds is is my business. But, there you uh, go. Yeah, I, I I got a regular job. Work at a meat plant and uh, yeah, play music on the side. Got to hang out with my friends. Got to do something. Too. Keep the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> You've seen the movie Predator Two in the meat factory. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just yeah. cold. Uh, very very cold all day touching you know Every, everything's frozen yeah yeah yeah. hands get real <laughs> cold and start burning if that makes any sense oh yeah stinging <laughs> getting well, good deal yeah. well guys thank y'all so much for doing this and uh, i'm 100 percent sincere it, it, anytime you guys want to come back on you got a single coming out or you just want to shoot the shit let me oh, know it's very, no, it's awesome. cool. it's very nice to know some folks to push our stuff over yeah, and I'll I'll be sharing your stuff on now that you've been on the show. I can share your your music on my Facebook page and the other social media. All right, yeah, we appreciate it. It's hard to to sort of get a a sanity check on how well your music's coming across. Same thing with the podcast, man. Yeah, you just kind of throw it out there and see if it sticks, right? Well, all right, guys. Well, let's wrap it up. Thank you all again for coming in, and can we do this again in the future? Absolutely, man. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Back anytime. And thanks for the mic, man. Hell yeah. No, I'll I'll have a better setup next time because I know some people don't dig the uh, the headsets. Yeah. All right, Fort Worth Roots. Thank y'all for listening, and we will see you next week.
huge thank you to our new friends Dustin Stewart and Jake James Franklin of Blue Light 100s. Thank you for coming out. Don't forget to find their music Facebook at Blue Light 100s. Their link tree is in the show notes, um, and you can probably just Google them. They're still kind of cutting teeth. They're looking for places to gig. If you know a place where this awesome music belongs, hit them up. DM them on Facebook. Don't DM me. I guess I could tell them, but just go direct, son. Don't forget about the River Oak Spring Fest car show. Please come on out. April 30th. Put it on your calendar. I want to see you guys there. I've got ideas. We're going to try different stuff, but um, just just to meet people in the flesh. I'm sure it's going to be a beautiful day uh, right there at the end of April. And um, just lots of cool stuff. And there is so much energy and so many people that are getting involved with this thing that it's got no choice but to be awesome. Games and events, vendors and pop-up markets, and this is all benefiting the friends of the River Oaks Animal Shelter. You don't like puppies. You don't like strays. You don't support local shelters. Of course you do. Just come on out. It's going to be great. It's not going to take up much of your time, and it's free. It is a free event. They're going to have antique muscle cars there, event shirts, dash plaques, goodie bags, events for the whole family. It's going to be great. Uh, Squad STX, boys camping. Gentlemen, the way to a woman's heart, she has kiddos, is by doing awesome stuff with her her boys. All boys, ages 11 through 16, 100% outdoor, overnight, camping, hiking, wilderness skills, land navigation, laser tag missions. Get online. SquadSTX.com. And don't say you're going to do it later because you're just going to forget. You know how you are. Okay? It's their first date that they have listed on their website for the five-day, four-night, Wednesday through Sunday boys summer camp is June 8th through the 12th. And then they got 22 through the 26th, 6th through the 10th. Uh, And then the father and son camp three-day, two-night, Friday through Sunday it's probably going to be a little more conducive to some people's schedules. That one's coming up real fast. That's May 6th through the 8th. Um, and then they've got one October 14th through the 16th. This thing has gotten popular, and you you heard about it in this episode. But, you know, they've got kids that are coming back year after year. So he's doing something right. Um, it's growing. He's got kind of a fan base now. And, um, you know, it's just an excuse to get outside and go do the thing with the kids and it'll be a memory they'll never forget so just do it squadstx.com thank y'all for being here i uh was looking at the the analytics i mentioned this at the beginning of the show i don't have it up in front of me right now but we got people from scotland and hungary uh tuning into the show and listening to fort worth roots it's wild it's wild to see that we have a, a global impact so uh, wherever you are listening, just know that we do see that and we do appreciate it. Every single time you download even one episode, it shows up on our analytics and it helps the show. So thank you. You can find us on all the social medias at Fort Worth Roots. That's TikTok. That's Facebook. That's uh, Instagram. All the things. I even have a Twitter, but I swear to God, I don't use the thing. I just, I, I don't know. There's a mental block there with Twitter and I don't like the shit. I just don't. I need to get better at that. I know. You're right. But uh, anyway, there's lots of different ways you can hit me up. And uh, we've got our email, media at fortworthroots.com. That is set up so that you can send me messages and say, hey, you said this one thing on this one episode, and it was wrong. And I need you to correct it because you put out some bad information. And uh, that that's how we would correct that. Yep, just like that. And then I would politely send you an email back saying thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. 
I'm ramping up for this River Oaks car show. And what does that mean? Uh, I don't know. I'm mentally preparing myself for it. We've got Darren Houck, the owner of Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck over there in River Oaks. He has been so nice to us. He, he's setting me up with all sorts of swag. He gave me a banner. He gave me a table cover uh, with my logo on it. The guy just grabbed my logo off of something and started putting it on stuff. Just wild. You're not expecting to... to get something like that anyway uh they've just been the entire uh, family has just been extremely extremely supportive of the, of the show and uh so in turn i want to i want to be supportive of this event this river oaks uh, spring fest car show it's it's going to be a lot of fun um but outside of that there's just there's so much attention to detail and planning that's gone into this thank god i didn't have much to do with it because i'm terrible at planning stuff but other people did and it's going to be great. And my my lot and all this is just telling you about it. So uh, I'd like to see a huge turnout. It's it's sitting on like 300 acres. So you can't bring too many people. Next week, um, we, excuse me, not next week, this week. So Thursday, I'm dropping another episode. I decided to space it out a few days. But uh, this one's with Dustin. And Dustin hit me up and he's like, hey, um, you know, whatever. You got time? Let's do another recording. I'm like, okay. All right. Cool. So he did. He stopped by, and we talked for like almost two freaking hours. Um, and it it went off the rails. It got a little bit political, but the cool thing is, is you know, I I think him and I both are you know we we don't give a shit about either political affiliation. Um, this was more just you know the government in general and how it's strange that people still trust the media and the government. We got into that pretty deep, which you know I try to steer away from, but. I'm not going to be able to do that forever. I'm just not. It's going to come up because people are passionate about it. And the the message that I try to convey anytime we're talking about this stuff is that everybody's opinion is valid to at least them. So you cannot discount anybody's belief system, their, you know, their stance on certain things and you can't just roll your eyes at them and be like, "Oh, this this person sees things differently than me, so I'm going to immediately shut out uh, what they have to say, because I've changed my opinion a lot on a, on certain things uh, just by having these conversations with people. So um, it's it's very advantageous to listen to people that have opposing views. So we we got to do that. We got to at least allow the conversation to happen. And you don't have to win. You do not have to impose your ideas on somebody else in order for the conversation to be productive. Um, so that's something that I was practicing throughout that entire thing because I, I, I actually share a lot of the viewpoints uh, that Dustin puts out in Thursday's episode, but it's typically stuff that I keep to myself and I don't like talking about on the show. Um, but I do want to make sure that people that have differing opinions understand that you know this is not your team versus my team. This is two people having a conversation. There were there were times in there where we were talking over each other. Uh, to be honest with you, it was a great conversation. I don't know that it was a great recording, but we'll find out because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to play with it today and see if I can't uh, make it something that you'll really enjoy. But um, we we really did just have like a, a hour and a half, two hour long rant. Um, which is cool. It's all right because that's what that's kind of what the intention was. Just get together and bullshit. We weren't going to try to solve any problems. We weren't going to try to fix anything. We were just going to sit down, hang out and do a recording and hey, we accomplished that. So, I just don't want people to hear this and go, "Oh shit, Fort Worth Roots is turning into a political hellscape." It's not what's happening. So, we will do this. We'll have people on and I'll uh I'm I'm sure we'll get in the weeds like this 
it's going to happen. There's no way around it. Um, I just have to find a way to make sure that people understand that, you know, just because one opinion is being expressed does not mean that, uh, that, that we're trying to push you out of our box and into a different one or isolate you because of your affiliations and beliefs and all that. So whatever, stupid. Why are we even talking about this? Anyway, episodes coming out Thursday and it will not be a reoccurring issue or uh, not issue reoccurring <laughs> occurrence. Like we're not going to do an episode every Thursday. It's just not going to happen. I don't have the time for it right now. So it's actually, as soon as I get done with this episode, I am jumping straight into Thursday's episode uh, to get that thing cleaned up and ready to go. Somebody called me out the other day at uh, Cody at Abilene. He's like, you know, you say things on the the episodes that, that you don't do. Like when you tell people, hey, uh, you know, don't worry about it. I'm going to trim this out and post edit, you know, when I'm actually recording with somebody uh, and I tell them that I'm going to trim it out. I do that intentionally. And here's why. I tell them that I'm going to trim it out and then I go back and I'm in post-production and I'm, I'm listening to this thing and I'm like, man, there is no way for me to segue out of this if I cut that out. Besides, I kind of like keeping some of my screw-ups in the show. Um, the things that I cut out in editing are, I might take an entire subject of the conversation, like, okay, here we talked about toilet paper for 30 minutes. I'm going to snap that out of there. No toilet paper conversation. Nobody gives a shit about what we're wiping with. Okay, so that's out. And then whenever I get into a conversation, I start stuttering or I say something just, it doesn't make any sense. Like my brain stalls out and I just start saying words. I'll clean that out. So anyway, that's the kind of stuff that you're missing out on. Uh, it's <laughs> not highly interesting, but... Um, don't don't feel like you're you're losing anything. I'm not I'm not taking stuff out in order to conceal or change the uh, direction of the conversation. That's not the goal there. I do try to trim these things down to 45 minutes is always the goal. I almost never hit it. Uh, I've done pretty good lately. Some of these recordings that we're doing with people have been, you know, we'll hit hour hour 10 and then I'll just kind of shut it down. Um, mostly out of respect for their time and it just seems to to work better so but yeah some of this stuff is intentional and uh, some of it's not I'll be honest with you there's been times I'll go back and I'll listen to an episode I'll be like shit why did I put that in there why is that still there I meant to take that out so anyway doesn't matter but um, I'm trying to make it better I'm trying to do things with the show that are going to improve the quality and the content and we're going to keep it going. Fort Worth Roots is here to stay, my friend, because it's what I do. That's why. Um, Thursday's episode's coming out, and then we'll have another one Monday. Every single week. All right. Well, we will see you next Monday. Thank y'all again for listening to Fort Worth Roots. You can email me anytime you want. Media at fortworthroots.com. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you had for breakfast. RSVP for this event. Email me. Let me know. I'm going to put an event together on Facebook for the car show. And uh, I, I, I'm sure I'll, I'll take it down if Darren doesn't like it. But I, I'm going to make my own thing like inside the, the show. Like the Fort Worth Roots first time out of the box at the River Oaks Spring Fest car show. Something ridiculous that doesn't make sense like most of the shit I do. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Anyway, or email me. Tell me you're going to be there. Comment on 
a post or something. Let me know. Cool. All right. I'm out of here. Y'all have a wonderful week, and I will see you next Monday. Peace. Peace.